And welcome back to Night Owl Nerds. Tonight's episode matters at hand. Due to a scheduling conflict, we will be having this little discussion episode where we talk about wherever the whatever the hell we want. But I assume some people may have some questions about the new campaign. If not, I imagine as is state of things for matters at hand, we will not ever stay on topic. All right. So I did have a question. No. That was a quick <laughs> answer. Fair enough. What do you got? So since technically, and I believe it's level three or four, paladins become immune to diseases, does that mean Moss can just go around and raw dog every hooker he finds and be fine? Um, I'm not aware of the rule that allows him to become immune to diseases. Uh, let me um, real quick. His lay on hands feature, if he really wants to touch that himself too. after sleeping with a hooker, that's one thing. I'm pretty sure he's going to touch himself after sleeping with a hooker anyway. Hookers are never enough, man. It's true. I mean, you think it's going to work out and then you're know, just left empty and sad and yeah. We talk, are we talking about after the hooker or after touching yourself? So, John, about that feature. Ah. So, divine health. By third level, your divine magic flowing through you makes you immune to disease. Where are you going? What book? Uh, player's Handbook. No fucking way. Uh-huh. That's in PHB? Give me a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> This ain't right. Well, we know who's going to be the town whore. Uh, if Moss, the fucking snapping turtle tortle, wants to go around fucking hookers, that's on him. Yeah, but have you ever seen a turtle's penis? Because that's what makes it even more entertaining. Find sense, lay on hands, fighting style. I can't style. say that I, can't, I have. No yeah, I was just gonna hand. say I can't say that I ever have. Google no it. shit. Divine no health. Good. No shit. By third level, the divine magic flowing through you makes you immune to disease. That sounds Doesn't say anything almost... about poisons, but disease. Right. That sounds almost exactly right. like what John just said. No poisons. I just need to use a little bit of my lay on hands to get rid of. Yes, you do. Which, would you consider uh, being drunk a type of alcohol? Like, because it's technically alcohol poisoning. Would it's I be poison. able to cure? I can yeah, cure drunkenness with it too. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, you can cure drunkenness with lay on hands. All right. Perfect. Good to know. By the way, if you ever see me pull this out, be afraid. <laughs> what is that? This is the DM's notebook. And it's what I use to keep track of certain things that I don't want to have to commit to memory. Certain things that don't have immediate effects. So whenever you see the DM's notebook come out, be afraid. Okay. Immune to disease. That may or may not be useful to you, you know? I'm trying to, I, my one of my goals for this campaign was to make sure that I threw some things at you guys that Matt never threw at us in Matters of the Gods. Yeah. Um, 
you know, real, quote unquote, real world shit. Yep. Yes, Xander. Does that mean that I could develop lycanthropy? Yeah. You, well, yeah, you'd have to come across a werewolf first. Yes. And I also develop vampirism. Yes, you'd have to come across a vampire. Can I do? Both? Can I develop both at the same time? I don't know. A vicanthrope. <laughs> you just yes, the full moon just, rises, and you grow a full beard and an axe. <laughs> I was about to say that's just when you have the sudden urge to board a longboat and go rape and pillage every village you come across <laughs> every time a full moon comes up. Vicanthropy. Oh God. The real question is what happens during a blood moon? You don't um, know. <laughs> as far as I know, and I don't know if this is D&D lore canon, but as far as I know, lycanthropy and vampirism will kill the host if they are shared. That... Uh, time to roll a new character sheet. Um. Yeah, no, if you want to let yourself get bit by a lycanthropy, by a lycanthrope or and or a, a vampire um sure i wouldn't suggest it at your current level no, not to not. mention there are none where you guys are right now can he shave off his fur mix it in with our food and have it affect us too no damn it both diseases have to be passed on by a uh through a bite oh okay so he can just like give us love bites in our sleep it has to be an exchange of fluids, so he either has to bite you or... Or both. Who says I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you can't... Yikes. <laughs> Dude, I've, I've been saying yikes today, and it's quite honestly the best word in the English language. What a coincidence. Yikes. That's the safe word. <laughs> yeah, yikes is just such a good word. It conveys so much while conveying nothing at all. So that previous segment, I'm going to cut because it's a very touchy subject, but I'm going to leave in this whole thing about the safe word. But let people guess. <laughs> so, you know how Matt needed time for like prep work mm -hmm. and whatnot, which, you know, totally get totally respect. I have enough. <clears throat> I have enough content written that at you guys' current pace we're covered for the next four months nice because you guys did not get nearly as far as I expected you to get last week because you were so fucking cautious you're like I don't want it it's a scary swap I think I'm gonna die and I'm just like please move. everyone's hiding well yeah because we got two fucking rogues like, I'm going to hide. I'm going to hide. Okay, what are you going to hide in? I don't know. If I hide in this fog cloud, can I still see everybody? No. <laughs> can they see me? No, you are hidden. It threw me off that I that a fire spell got cast and everything exploded. I was like, oh, yeah, oh, that's, that's bad. That's real bad. Well, swamp, methane, gas. You guys also decided to play uh, Borderline Jenga for like half hour, I feel like, too. You did. Toppling Towers. You guys wasted a solid half hour playing Toppling Towers. 
And like when I said that there were games in the cabinets, I didn't expect you guys to actually pull one out and play it. Hey, you were the one that said, if you want to keep going, I've got something for this. Yeah, which I came up with on the fly. Which, I mean... I was literally just like, okay, flat dex checks. DC starts at like five and with each round goes up by one until yeah. one of you guys fucks up. And I do have to say, the reason Moss didn't have to roll with disadvantage, like you said, because of his big fingers, he has claws. Just pulling them out with his claws. Yeah, his claws, which are the size of the fucking pieces of wood. You said he's based on a snapping turtle, which True. basically they have stubs with claws sticking out. They right. don't have they don't have fingers. They don't have toes. So that's what I'm imagining Moss has is stubs with strangely placed, you know, to to mimic an opposable thumb, but strangely placed claws. And that's what he uses to manipulate the world around him. I, I wouldn't say quite like that. More like because if you go to like, well, say the Loxodons. Instead of like the big stumpy hand, they have actual hands because they're still humanoid. So they basically there's fingers with long claws on the end. Okay, so now I'm imagining something akin to like a dragon's hand. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Still, you a big fucker. Oh yeah. And them's them's little woods. Hey, that was my nickname in high school. You Wait, had to have had someone see you naked in high school for that to apply. Xander. P. <laughs> My question is why your nickname was Little Woods. That's plural. How many yep. you got, man? <laughs> well, that's for no one to find out. Alright, I have a question for my players. What was your inspiration for your character? I grew up around snapping turtles. <laughs> and they're kind of badass. In what aspect do you mean? Like character sheet wise or the appearance wise? No, your character. Your character is a person. What inspired you to create that person? What, what was ah. your... What was your... What was the source of whatever mental imagery created this character? If I'm being totally honest, the chick from Atlantis. The, the princess from Atlantis? Yeah, her. She was kind of who I was looking for. Like, all of I liked. I thought she was pretty badass in that movie. All right. I can roll with that. John's inspiration was the fact that he lived around snapping turtles. Well... And the thing is, snapping turtles aren't, like, necessarily violent. They just want to be left alone. Yeah. When you fuck with them, they get they really pissed off and become very, very dangerous. Okay. You say what you can say without giving anything away. Right. Oh, no, I got you. I got you. That, you know, we're That's the other for. part. Yeah. I, I can't go too much more than that. That's fine. Uh, we're very early. We're only two. Uh, we're only two sessions in. So, uh, I don't remember exactly when it was, but my DM reached out to me and said, "Hey, Sander, do you have a character?" And I went, "If I said no, would you be upset?" 
<laughs> and you said no, and so I went cool, and then I made one. There was literally no inspiration to my character at all, except I went. Well, this would be fun. All right. Like my 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 go to for D and D creation um, is I'll actually in most cases I'll sit down and I'll think about okay what what seems like it's fun to play like with Cax I was like a co like an a cobalt archer that way I could get advantage on ranged attacks because ranged attacks don't deal a lot of damage so you want them to hit consistently but I don't like playing ranger because ranger quite frankly sucks compared to uh, fighter because you can just get plus two to hit and like I don't really want to have to deal with spells most of the time but I had like three characters that I've circulated for years of playing D&D and so when Cax came around I was like this seems like a really cool idea that I could potentially break like a game with <laughs> and this one I was like this just seems like fun <laughs> this seems like a lot of fun and so I, I went with it it's actually interesting in your in the various one shots we played and matters of the gods you have been uh you have consistently said that you don't like dealing with spells and mm -hmm. yet for this game you've chosen a bard mm -hmm. of all things mm -hmm. like the fuck man are i'm you, trying to break out on my shell like i want to play like, exercising something i'm i'm wanting to play uh a, a wizard at some point and how the fuck are you gonna play a wizard with no spells so you gotta tiptoe in right i'm not gonna just be like what I really want to play is an artificer. Like I really want to do an artificer at some point. Uh, but an yeah, artificer is complicated. just yeah. an artificer is just a harder wizard because now you have to deal with like all these different contraptions that cast your spells potentially. Uh, and this ability to create things while still having wizard like spells another intelligence caster and I'm just like I need to get into spell casters to play an artificer and uh, Thidius was really fun to play so instead of going tiefling bard yeah you went elf bard fun yeah, but no, of course it's, you, it's fine I mean I'm glad you, you liked I'm glad you liked Thidius since I kind of threw him together out of nowhere yeah, it's kind of how I threw together Vice. It's out of nowhere. Because you were like, yo, I need a character. And I was like... Dude, you were the it. one player I had to nag to get shit done. Sorry hey, <laughs> I need a character. Hey, I need a name. Hey, I need a fucking character image. I I had the name very quickly. Very quickly. <laughs> I was just happy you let me play a turtle. <laughs> Why not? A playable race. I yeah, it's not technically in the books that we're playing by, but that's fine. I mean, we're doing a whole bunch of homebrew stuff, so why not? That was, why, you know, why not throw in a different playable race? There was talking to like the other players, and they were saying what classes they were going to play, and I was like, "Well, we don't have a tank. I really don't want to go fighter again because then I'm just playing." the same thing all over again yeah then you're just thrim all over again right so i was like all right i'll go paladin what's the most badass way to play a paladin a turtle yeah okay. plus plus
plus your shield, plus another item that was given to you from your backstory, you're going to be hard to hit. But the thing is, you can't just go and buy armor to boost your AC. True. I have to look for better shields. Basically. Right. You have to look for a better shield or other items that increase your AC. Right. And I, <clears throat> uh, you know, I'll put out a notice, but people are going to have to keep track of their attunement slots. Yeah. Because, like, I'm not not dealing with that shit. I tried putting in a ticker for it on everybody's character sheet. And I was thinking of just adding one onto everybody's. I was going to say, I got I got a spot on the back of my paper one that's just basically three. Yeah, I was kind of hoping I could find one on the Roll20 character sheet that works the same way, where it's just like three circles for attunement slots. Yep. But I can't seem to find it anywhere. That's kind of weird. <clears throat> I might have to go into the game settings and find it there. <sighs> but that's research for another day, because fuck it, I don't want to deal with it. So, for my character, um, her appearance, the picture I pulled off kind of reminded me of Atlanta, so I thought that was kind of cool, but I actually took my character sheet originally from Alistera and then expanded it and kind of changed it and did it that way. So the appearance of my character was based off the princess from Atlantis, but the character herself and her personality was kind of Alistera, but more kind of branching out a little bit. And I definitely wanted to do, want to try to draw it instead. Hmm. That's something I've been wanting to do for a while. So get it branching out because she's a druid. Uh, I get uh. it. It's funny because it's a play on words, right? Yeah. Yes. I'm just waiting till Moss gets a little closer to the rest of the party so he can come out of his shell. Uh, I get it, because he's a turtle, right? <laughs> do, you, do you really want the DM to cease to exist? Not yet. Okay. Let us get like seven or eight episodes in. Uh, no, you guys are going to start... <clears throat> you guys are probably going to start genuinely hating me about halfway through next week next next week's session well I mean maybe us Drew's gonna probably start hating you right at the beginning because he's got a pissed off tree and no one else is around him this is true <laughs> like, bye Roke this is true and the setup is awful because like even no matter where you guys are to your quickest path to get to him and save his fucking life is gonna be through the poisonous swamps and I nerfed the hell out of that. My original idea was uh, if you fail your con save, it's 1d4 poison damage. And then I was like, you know what? No, flat one. These guys are way too low in level. Just a flat poison damage. The DC on the con save is not very high. I'm just like, you know, give them a chance. Because you're literally in a test phase. This is yeah, literally... This is a test of your ability to work as a team in various dangerous environments. Yeah, give us a chance to kill ourselves before you intervene and kill us all. Yeah, just set off another firebolt and, you know, light the place on fire again. Will do. There are plenty more clouds of methane to blow up. I can do that. Okay. 
I'm just going to start every time a monster shows up, I'm just going to pull it up and be like, ah, oh, this is how I beat it. Yeah, don't be that guy. <laughs> I want to say somebody did that at one point. I did. Uh, <laughs> you're not supposed to admit it, Heather. <laughs> okay. yeah, it was a one shot. It's not the biggest deal. No. Besides, it's a treant. You guys know what this thing's weaknesses are. Fire. So go ahead, play with fire. That's a bad idea, I found out. I honestly, I honestly was thinking, because when you lit up your dancing lights for the first time, I honestly thought about setting off the methane cloud then. But then I was like, mm, dancing lights is more of an ethereal light. Yeah, it's yep. not really fire. And I'm going to stick with things that specifically say that flammable materials will ignite. You know? Ah, yikes. That's me. So. That's me not reading spells. So, like. Dancing Lights doesn't do that. Dancing Lights will not set things on fire. They're basically fat fireflies. You know? Yep. It's not It's not oh. supposed to be actual fire. Thank you for not blowing moss up. Uh, at what point? <laughs> when he took that fire damage, he has nine Molotov cocktails on him. I assume they're contained. <laughs> yeah, they are. And I completely forgot that you had those. Why the fuck does Moss have Molotov cocktails? Well, they, that will come up later because I have decided since only one got recorded, technically two, but that player dropped out. Um, session zeros will not be released. Uh, uh, that was a good game. It, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I may release it later. I may release it at a later point. Um, as like a bonus episode kind of thing. Yeah. But to keep the players in the dark, the orphans are going to have to explain their backstory in game through conversation. So why is Moss holding Molotov cocktails? You'd have to ask him. Hey Moss, why the fuck do you have Molotov cocktails? Because <laughs> I saw an opportunity and I took it. <laughs> That's the kind of guy I want on my team. And the DM said, yeah, sure. That makes sense. <laughs> He had everything he needed. And I was like, I can't say no. Cloth, green alcohol, and... The look on your bottle. face when I asked, I was like... I asked uh, that, the, the guy, I was like, do you have any, like, rags I could I could use to tear up? And you were like, sure, why? And I was like... Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he told you to just tear up the sheets because he needed to replace them anyway. Yep. It was like, Perfect. I made balls off cocktails, and you're like, I'll give you the stats on those. <laughs> I had uh, players, when I was DMing, uh, use an incense burner with alcohol to ignite basically a Molotov cocktail. But the idea, like a one on a chain, right? So it's a metal... It's a metal fucking object that they're putting a thin glass bottle in to throw through a window to ignite a building from the inside was their idea. Wait, one of those hanging incense burners? Mm-hmm. A sensor. Yeah, those ones. Thank yeah. you. Uh, I'm dumb. I don't remember words. It's a so church like, word. Yeah, I, I never went to church. I'm not Catholic. I'm, I went to Christian church, not Catholic. Damn. Uh, yeah, I, so I quit when I was happens. young, so it's fine. Yeah. 
Anyway. I went to church so, once and that was it. That's more than enough for most people. <laughs> we are not religious. No. Leave it at I, that. <laughs> yeah, they don't also bring made a, religion in politics into this conversation. But they also they, they made a Molotov cocktail using a sensor and a bottle of green alcohol. <laughs> to put it through a fucking window on the second floor. And I was like, how do I say no? For fun reasons, I wouldn't say no, but a sensor doesn't burn hot enough to ignite the grain alcohol. The grain alcohol would extinguish the, the ember. Yeah, you would think that, but that's not fun. Well, that's why I said for fun reasons, I would allow it too. But logically, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, but... Logic isn't always fun in D&D. I mean, I'm not even going to lie. I stole the idea to make those for my players. <laughs> Molotov I don't care where you got it. <laughs> yep, they wanted to make... They were in a bar, and they were trying to hunt somebody down, and the bartender was helping them out. And One of them was like, can we just take the alcohol and like do this? And I'm like, don't see why not. <laughs> I'm not even going to argue it, dude. It works out beautifully. So, I would like to formally apologize to my players, who may or may not listen to this, for nearly crashing everybody's computers with that map. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good time. <laughs> it's, it's very... There are very few things that my computer does slowly. That was one of them. <laughs> Joe's computer will never recover. <laughs> You heard it here, folks. The DM made a map so complicated with so many layers and effects that a professional-grade gaming computer nearly crashed. Well... I'm exaggerating. It slowed down. Yeah, my fi my Firefox almost crashed. The computer was like, uh... Do we need to allocate more RAM to this? <laughs> and the fun part is... we Xander and I tested that computer. <clears throat> Sorry. Xander and I tested that map because we figured, or at least I figured, Xander's computer is the strongest of all of ours. So if his computer slows running this map, there's a problem. Mm -hmm. So I scaled it down. Mm -hmm. That map is scaled down 75% from its original size. <laughs> now what astounds me is that my computer never slowed running that map. And I'm just running... It's a laptop designed for productivity, not gaming. So its graphics card is fairly basic bitch. So why did my computer do this and his several thousand dollar computer flow? I feel the my worst feeling is for Drew because he's running a Chromebook. Yeah. Yeah, but Drew wasn't the one that was using so much to do it that he could couldn't even talk anymore. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. the hell happened with Joseph? No idea. His bandwidth was fucking shot that night. Yeah, he kept getting cut out real bad. I couldn't hear half the conversation he was doing, and it's like, I can't follow this. And I felt bad asking him to keep repeating himself, but it's like, I can't hear you. You're cut I'm out. Not, 
I mean, I had to ask him to repeat himself too, because like, you know, I'd ask for a check and he'd, they wouldn't come through. And, uh, yeah, but it wasn't just that map. It was yeah, several it was, different. Uh, yeah, it was before that map. No, I know. His bandwidth was shot from the beginning. Yeah. Um, I wonder if he's hooked in. I wonder if he's hardwired or if he's running off Wi-Fi. No idea. I might Where have to suggest tonight? that he hardwired. Eh, probably taking the night off. Mm. You know, not an official campaign night. Drew is off. Making merry in New York. Or whatever the hell he's doing. Uh, apparently his roommate's uh, little cousin got, like, bullied because he had his nails painted. So his roommate was like, so we just paint our nails to show him it's okay? He's like, yeah, fuck it, I don't care. Because... Hmm. Xander wasn't AFK because he was talking about the time he got his fingernails painted while he was playing video games. Yes, I remember my that girl, story. My girlfriend was <laughs> I like, remember can that I paint story your nails? vividly. <laughs> that was actually my ex fiance. I was like, hey, can I paint your nails? You can do it while I'm playing games. Okay. I used to paint straight guys' nails in high school. Yeah, but you were a hot goth chick. Are a hot goth chick, so like. Guys will do anything for you to touch them. <laughs> Guys, you will walk do up to a to guy and you're like, "Hey, can I paint your nails?" And they're like, "Fuck yes, touch me, please." <laughs> Little tear rolling down their cheek. Ugh. Guys will let goth chicks step on their nuts with wearing boots. Yeah. yeah, but even though I was that quote unquote hot goth chick, a lot of people didn't bother me. They stayed the fuck away from me because they were because scared of me. Because you were the chick. Yeah, but everybody was scared of me. Everyone even told yes. me they were scared. The sh- they, I scared the shit out of them. Yes, that's how it goes. Okay, let me let me paint the scene for you. As as a man, there are two there are two stages in your life. Okay, there's two fucking stages. There's the stage where the hot goth chick is scary to you, so you stay the fuck away from her. And then there's the stage where the hot goth chick is hotter than fuck to you, so you want her to touch you, so you let her paint your nails. Those are the two stages in life as a man. <laughs> but You can tell Xander's getting very impassioned about this by the fact that he's practically deep-throating his mic right now. No, I moved my mic to this side because I'm just facing Discord the entire time. But there's also another part to that second part. They're also still scared of you because you're so hot, so they still won't talk to you. Exactly. <laughs> They'll never ask you out because they're intimidated by your hot- hotness. Yeah, I thought it was the spikes around my neck and around my waist. I mean, that's probably a factor. That's probably why they didn't go in for a hug. It's because they didn't want to get impaled, Vlad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, babe. I got to call you Vlad from now on. <laughs> no, I was... uh. I was definitely goth in high school. That doesn't and, uh, surprise me. Yeah, not at all. You know, teenage angst, depression, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But I did the goth thing, and I did paint my nails until I was... I painted my nails for, like, about a year. Started when I was about 15, stopped when I was 16, and I got my first job. And I worked for a donut shop. <clears throat> and anytime I had to 
uh, wash the dishes at the end of my shift, I was realizing that the sanitizing solution was stripping my nail polish off. And the nail polish didn't mean that much to me, so I said, fuck it, I'm done dealing with this because I don't want to repaint my nails every fucking day. See, I didn't give two shits. I used to work at fucking Wendy's and the same shit happened to me. And I would just go home and repaint my nails again, all over again. See, I guess I just wasn't that dedicated to the goth. I was just a jock in high school. Dude, you were everything. You were homeschooled. It's true. But I still was... (laughs) I still was the jock around. You were top of your class and bottom of your class. Mm-hmm. You were the goth. You were the you, you were the you were the jock. You were the class clown. You were the degenerate piece king. of shit. I was I'm just glad you didn't try to king. sleep with your teacher. Homecoming queen. <laughs> yeah, well, she wasn't that hot. <laughs> oh my god. And she has aged horribly. Oh, she's just skin and bones now. (laughs) Not even skin. Bones and maggots. Yikes. Yikes. Note for the listeners, John's parents are dead and he has no problem joking about it. (laughs) Oh, wait, we're back on the record suddenly? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have to pick a point where I bring us back onto the record so that our entire recording time isn't wasted. I need a usable episode, guys. So if it means joking about John's parents, as long as he gives consent, it will be in the episode. Oh, please. We all know we're coming right back right about the time you brag about Heather. Let's let's not let's not kid ourselves here. Maybe. No, there was, there was, <laughs> there was no shit after that. Uh, there's still shit. A lot, a lot of, stu- a lot of stuff's getting cut, listeners. Let, let's just leave it. I'm uh, probably gonna cut it sometime after I brag about Heather, and just randomly bring us into a conversation where we're talking about painting guys' nails. <laughs> there shall be no context. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a matter of hands. <laughs> no and- context necessary. That's that's the name of the episode. No context <laughs> necessary. necessary. <laughs> uh, there you I go. Mean, why not? I could could name it that. I had a panic moment last week. Okay. I was editing episode one, and I'm like, I gotta get this done. I gotta get this done. I finally get it done on like Tuesday, and I'm like, sweet, it's done. I can upload it. Send John the link to put it on our Facebook page. And we'll be good. And then I looked at my calendar and I'm like, oh, this isn't going up until the 5th. I'm two weeks early. <laughs> I can relax. <laughs> so, no, John, I have not sent you a link. You can stop scrolling through our conversations. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was like, shit, did I miss something? <laughs> no, I haven't even posted it. I haven't even uploaded it. Um, I haven't even uploaded it yet or created the episode yet i still have to add an episode two yeah because we're on uh <clears throat> as of recording we're on a hiatus technically yes but i mean we're still recording clearly we're here recording yeah no yeah. we record ahead of time the podcast is on a hiatus for about a month because the last episode went up you know early in july the next episode's not going to go up until the until the first week of August. So the podcast is on a hiatus, 
we took a couple weeks off, have been recording in the background, and that way we have a backlog. So that if anybody has to cancel last minute and we miss a week, we still have an episode to post. I know. I know our most dedicated listeners just like, well, might as well just catch up on Critical Role then. That would be you. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, Zandy, did you promote our goddamn podcast or not? Yeah. You told him the name? Mm Mm-hmm. Good. Please plug the podcast. Because I can't start putting in ads until we have more than 16 regular listeners. Okay, right now I'm going to go to my uh, Discord, or my my Twitch, and I'm just going to go ahead and fucking make a a command. You do that. Might as as well. By the way, um, you are welcome to plug your, your Twitch streaming thing in the podcast as well. I figured our podcast can also act as sort of a platform of sorts for all of us in our various interests and things that we're doing. Granted, right now you're the only one that's doing anything with their lives, but, um, you know. Yeah, if you ever want to see someone play video games terribly, and I mean fucking terribly, check out twitch.tv slash Zandyland. Uh, and you will see literally the worst gameplay that you will ever see anywhere. I've seen yeah, it. I... He's not lying. Invite me over to play. I bet you I'm worse. Oh, I bet you I beat both of you. I. I would uh, not I put literally... money on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I'm I'm terrible when it comes to video games. I basically just fuck around. Like I got on Minecraft tonight. And I spent, I think, three and a half hours making an underground, underwater house. Well, yeah. But it actually came out pretty badass. But, it but took why the fuck? Ever to why do the that. fuck did it take you three hours to make an underwater house? Because she was <laughs> making tunnels. She made yeah. escape routes through yeah. the lake. She put it in. Well, yeah, no, it's the ocean. Got to do that. Fine, the ocean. Yeah, but like, I had to keep all the water out. Well, and no she had to you deal with keep the baby. water out, but put, put like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> you put in <laughs> fucking sand, right? Yeah, that's what I did. You put in sand to get all the water out. Yeah. And then you build whatever you need to underwater, and then you just tear the fucking sand down. Oh, so yeah, let's, easy. I left so the sand easy. in as a way to hide it. No, you tear the sand down, and the water covers over the top of it. That's how we used to make, like, back back when I was in high school, I used to play the fuck out of Minecraft because it was my stress relief, and now oh, yeah. Power Wash Simulator is. Uh, <laughs> fun. Uh, so, I we used to make literal, like, 200-block-long underwater domes in the middle of the fucking ocean on this server because no one ever went underwater because there was no need to back then. There's fucking nothing down there but dirt, stone, and gravel. Like, why would you go underwater? So we just made giant fucking underwater domes. It was so cool. And then we never used them. That's how we did yeah. it. Yeah. Me and one of my friends used to do shit like that, where we build, like, underwater mansions that were fucking awesome. And that's what I'm basically trying to do with this one. But now I'm just making, basically, tunnels and escape routes and shit. 
I built it to scale football field. With uh, well, when I say field, I mean stadium. Jesus Christ. Yep. I had a friend once that made the crusty uh, crab <laughs> on Minecraft. I thought that was fucking awesome. And he like he did it perfectly too. Like the whole outside looked perfect, and then he even did the inside to kind of resemble it. Got the colors and everything, so I thought that was cool. Do you know how many sheep you have to shear to make seats for a stadium? Because that at was least at least only, three. <laughs> that was the only way when we well at least the way we were playing that you could get the colors we needed. Yeah, our daughter um, really, really wanted to play Minecraft, and I happen to have it on the PS4. So I've been trying to teach her how to play. And while doing that, now I'm back to playing Minecraft again. Teaching babies how to play Minecraft. Hell yeah, this is the gen next generation right here. Mm. You gotta teach them young. God. I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the podcast statistics right now, mm -hmm. and October fifth is when we started posting on a weekly basis. Before then, the postings are so fucking sporadic; they're all over the place. October fifth of twenty twenty one is when we started posting regularly. Hey, we're only a couple months away from our two-year anniversary. Aww. I have to do something special, then. Circle the arc? <laughs> I feel like that's going to be a lot more fun for the guys if the one girl joins that. And I, I don't mean... know about you, but I, I, Heather, I'm not much into exhibitionism. Pretty so. sure my dick is bigger than all of Gore's, so it wouldn't be much fun. I agree with that statement, because I've seen mine. <laughs> Sorry, John. Uh, I'm just not worried. I have confidence. <laughs> hey, man, confidence is key. That's what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't believe in it yet. Hey. Oh. You gotta fake get it, there, Xander. Fake it till you make it. Exactly. Oh boy. So. Uh, I'm just looking at something. Nothing important at the moment. I feel like a matters at hand is kind of hard to do when we've only had two sessions so far. Oh, well, that's why we allow it to get off topic and. Yeah, allow. <laughs> no, as I've if, heard your matter in hand many times. It always as if without your permission we would we wouldn't go off topic. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I figured you guys might have some questions. You know. Okay, have... so the druid at the uh, lighthouse or tower. Yeah. Is he DTF? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want to. I don't know. I might have a thing for older druids. I don't think you know how old he is. Well, might he's an elf on death's door, so he's got to be older than 50 years old. 
You're not technically wrong. I have a question, but I'm not sure if I can ask it or not, because I don't know if you can reveal it. Because I don't you know if it's going to be one of those... Oh, this question. is going to go up later. Ask a question, and I will uh, answer as best I can. So, when Celine was on her journey in the woods before she met up with the orphans um, and ran into that watcher. Yeah. Um, why did that watcher reveal itself to her? Like, what was the significance of that? Is it it's exactly what she said. She said that there has been a disturbance in the natural forces. Something yeah, is why, going awry. Why and... Celine? Why not the orphans and everybody else as well? And uh, as as well as her? Why only well, her? So Celine specifically, because you were approached, and, and I can tell you this because your character would know this from her upbringing. Harrisim, the druidic name for this watcher, uh, Harrisim is the watcher over uh, natural life. Um, let's see. She is... Yeah, she, she is the Watcher over natural life and evolution. Your people are, you know, forest-dwelling drow. Drow that came up from the Underdark and established a life on the surface and moved to the Eternal Shade Forest. Um, your people effectively not necessarily worship Harrison, but they do revere her, um, you know, as a, as a supernatural being who oversees their lifestyle, uh, particularly anybody who follows quote unquote, the old faith as druids. The old faith being those that have become in tune with the magics of nature, of which she is basically the source. So she reached out to you, um, to Celine, because you're already a druid, you're already in tune with natural magics. Um, and Harrison sees something in Celine, sees the potential for change, the potential for evolution, and the which would lead to the ability to rectify this, uh, you know, the, the watcher that has gone rogue. Um, so it, it's, it's a little bit of destiny, and it's a little bit of you are the best option she has, if that makes sense. Yeah, but wouldn't she still technically fall under a god, though? In some aspects, even though gods don't exist? Gods don't exist as a word. I should probably clarify that for this game. There are no gods because your DM didn't want to have to deal with the pantheons and the complications that come with that. I've basically taken gods and simplified them into a handful of beings that oversee a whole fuck ton of aspects. Um, so effectively watchers are gods, but uh, from when, while I was reading on D and D pantheons, the various gods are very 
can be very specific in what they oversee. Mm. And I felt like that was just too many cooks in the kitchen and too much for me to have to keep track of with a druid and a paladin and a whole bunch of other stuff that'll be brought up later in the campaign. I'm just like, there's a bit too much going on here. So I'm going to simplify this into a few characters. So it's not that gods don't exist so much as the word, the peoples of this world just don't refer to these supreme beings as gods. They just refer to them as watchers. Okay. That makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, like, I got rid of, in my game, I got rid of, like, 70% of the gods, and then even the ones I did keep, I just made them different. Like, I stuck, like, good to good and kind of what they did the same, but I made them different. Well, yeah, I mean, like, you and I spoke at length on your tweaks to uh, the Raven Queen. Yeah. Uh, she's still, yeah, at her core, essentially the same goddess, but you tweaked her enough to fit your storyline. Right. And I feel like any D&D campaign is going to do that. You know, yeah, no D&D campaign. Yeah, none of them are going to take every pantheon with every god. They're going to yeah. pick and choose the ones that suit the story they're telling. I mean, Matt did it with the Matters of the Gods. He even commented on it. You know, the game is called The Matters of the Gods. We have two gods, that three gods that we primarily deal with. Lolth, Veyron, and tangentially we deal with Sehni and Mumbo. You know, like she's mentioned, but we never have an interaction with her. Like, she she doesn't even become a th a, 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 a tangible thing until the last couple of episodes when Cuddy decided to show up and lo and behold, he's her champion. Yep. So, yeah. Imagine, just... imagine just leaving your adventuring group to just go be a fucking god's champion. <laughs> Couldn't be me. And get legendary actions. Yeah. Fucking wild. <laughs> One thing hey. I did... Did find what kind of good. One thing I did find kind of funny was like, right as the old dude at the lighthouse was discuss describing like watchers, and some people will meet him in a forest and say they had this conversation, but nobody really believes them. And then Celine's like, "Hey, yeah, I just met one in a forest." <laughs> <laughs> like the exact same situation is like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just loving the stealth offs. I love that you guys are bringing those back. No, no, no. I'm like, I'm looking through all my documents trying to find it because you made that comment about Northam being old, and I know I wrote it down somewhere. I know, I know how old he is. It's just a matter of me fucking finding the right file. Because, like, a lot of this stuff, <clears throat> my job is not particularly mentally taxing. Um, so I'd like to mull things over in the back of my head while I'm doing my shit. Yep. And uh, as such, every once in a while, I got to whip out my phone and write down a note. And I don't always think to open up Docs and put it in there. Yep. I just open up my little notepad on my phone, write down my notes, and I'm done. So. Well, back to yeah. the whole uh, Northland describing that situation thing. I just... 
As soon as he said that, I'm like, I probably should mention something to see if this is of use to him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, wait a minute, that was me. <laughs> what were you going to say, Xander? Oh, it was just a joke about Cuddy. Oh. While, <laughs> while you were off being a god's champion, we were dealing with a fucking kobold that... <laughs> That's a weird <laughs> taste for possum. <laughs> that 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 was literally it. <laughs> Contextual jokes. That's all I'm really good for. You know what? I'm a dumbass. I don't think I put it in my docs. I put it on this fucking character sheet. Huh. <laughs> yep, there it is. Right on his character sheet. Motherfucker. Oh. Anyone want to guess? If if we guess, will you tell us or will you not tell us? For reasons you're not allowed to know yet, yes, I will tell you. I'm going to guess 837. No. 2,695. No. Yeah, I was, was going to say like 750. Was I close? No. None of you are even remotely close. Eight million four hundred thousand. <laughs> uh, even yeah, eight million four hundred thousand. Dude, you're so close. I knew it. I mean, technically, as a level twenty druid. <laughs> <laughs> are we like way overshooting it, or no? Holy fuck. He's older than 8 million? <laughs> I'm not <laughs> counting the 8 million as a legitimate guess. Fifteen hundred. Don's doing research on level 20 druids right now. Oh, I already know what a level 20 druid can do. Yeah. Okay, hang on, let me... Let how me do you know he's level 20? Because that's when you hit the thing where you stop aging. How do you know he's level 20? Well, you actually he's... don't know what it... <clears throat> you don't know what his classes are. It's true. Okay, I'm just on. taking a guess because if... Like, he portrays himself as a druid, sure. But you guys remember Alicera? You guys are like, oh, she's a ranger. Nope. Oh, she's a rogue because she keeps stealthing. She's a ranger because she uses a bow. Nope. Alicera is a fucking cleric. What? <laughs> Wait, I knew that, but what? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Alicera was a cleric. Serving I'm Sylvanas. I'm going to change my answer to be roughly 12,500 years old. You've way overshot it. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I know what year it is. And it's 1324 post-Titan. Yep. And so yeah, I'm thinking... I'm still, I'm still working on that calendar, by the way. I'm thinking dude was alive like shortly thereafter the titans died but i've suddenly i've suddenly lost interest in guessing now are we gonna find like giant walls and then over the edge of the walls we see that the titans aren't actually dead no <laughs> besides they're not over the walls they're in the walls that's Come true on, man. <laughs> 
There's they're both actually. <laughs> That's an anime joke, Heather. Yeah, I kind of figured that. Attack I've never seen Titan. Attack on Titan. <laughs> Speaking decent. of anime, we watched a really, really funny anime last night that you guys would oh probably enjoy. Fucking god, it's wild. <laughs> it's it's hilarious. What is it? It's um the house husband the way uh, of the house husband the way, yeah the way of the house husband uh, I've looked at watching that oh my There's, god you have it's, to it's hilarious it's, fucking, it's fucking wild it's similar to like uh, one punch man okay she saw her first episode of that today yeah oh, that one's funny yeah it is funny but yeah, I've we've been watching like... anime. We watched uh, Vampire in the Garden a few days ago, and then last night we watched The Way of the House Husband, and then today we started watching um, One Punch Man. I've seen, like, clips of One Punch Man, and I'm like, this seems like it'd be entertaining as fuck. Oh, it is. I've never watched it. It is absolutely entertaining. <laughs> you know what I watched a couple days ago? The Yourself live in the Mirror? Well, that too. <laughs> I'm both, assuming um, both things. Both things actually at the same time. <laughs> but no, uh, I watched the live action version of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. It is fucking terrible. Yeah, see, I've been dodging that one so hard. It is same with the live so action bad. Death Note. Dude, same with the live action Death Note. I won't touch it. The only thing I've heard about that one is, uh, what's his name? William Defoe absolutely murders the uh, Raku, Roku, whatever his name is. William Defoe? Yeah. Willem. Willem. Whatever. Close enough. Dude, we're going to get our heads chopped off for saying his name wrong. Nah. Do you yeah. think this is the Middle East? A little bit. <laughs> I told you there's dismemberment in my game. So you've given up guessing Northam's age? Yeah, I, I suddenly... Yeah, we moved care. on. Yeah. I, I... It's fine. Then you guys may or may not find out later. 5,397. No. Damn it. <laughs> Figured I'd throw one more number out there. That's fine. You can throw that number out there. Throw it right into the trash. You know what else I threw into the trash? About 100 dead babies. No, oh, I was going to say dumpster babies. Is it 525,600? Use welcome. I'm going to let you sit with that one for a minute. Don't need to. I already moved past it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, podcast content speaking. You know what Matt said to me when I was talking to him about DMing the new campaign and all this stuff? One of the things he's really looking forward to is hearing me do voices for the NPCs. Because he really wanted to hear me butcher it. <laughs> what do you guys think? Have I butchered the NPCs yet? 
Well, we haven't had the opportunity to butcher an NPC yet, so probably not. True. So you want to kill people first? I mean, Shatton did a pretty good job of scaring the shit out of a little girl in town. <laughs> that was yeah. fucking hilarious. <clears throat> no, that was good. That was good. I liked. I liked that little bit of role play. Moss just stepping in like a dad. Not now, shut. I was I was talking to jo- Joe the other day actually about that. So it was like the orphan like setup is like Moss is the older sibling, and then uh, what? Forthus is the middle kid. So he knows he's still gonna get into some mischief, even though he knows there's gonna be consequences. He's just gonna be more careful about it. And then Shat just doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> He's that, the youngest child. She's that the youngest absolutely, child. That absolutely <laughs> sounds right. I like... I like playing Vice. Uh, kind of a lot. Because it's a, it's a really different role than what Cax used to have. Yeah, because uh, this one's smart. Yeah, and also, like, has a respect for, for the rules to some extent. Like he looks up from his phone every once in a while, <laughs> occasionally. Um, but he really didn't fully understand why Shatton was just fucking hoarding food, and probably still doesn't because it's like it's plentiful. Like you don't have to worry about that. Oh yeah, tables full. <laughs> I was honestly exactly. curious about that too, and I'm curious about the backstory of the orphans a little bit more going forward, honestly. Well, then Celine is going to have to ask them about it. Probably not in the middle of combat. I mean, when we pick up on session three, you guys are jumping straight into combat with a tree, and I don't think that's a good opportunity for you to be like, hey, Shatten, why are you hoarding food? <laughs> I mean, I could. <laughs> you could. You could. You could spend your bonus action. And be like, I'd like to use my bonus action to call out to Shatton. Hey, why <laughs> are you sorting? Why are you storing food in your pockets? And, you know, see if she responds. Fires off a crossbow bolt and she's like, because I'm hungry. Whatever the fucking answer is going to be. So I have a question for you. Were you surprised I look for an atlas? No. Like, you're the party cartographer. Yeah, I wasn't going to originally. Like when I couldn't find the book I was originally looking for, which you know why I'm looking for the book. Yep. And that's that type of stuff. I was like, what's the next best way for Moss to figure this out? It's like it'd be an atlas. <laughs> yep. But here's the thing: that atlas, now that you have it, and you are the party cartographer. Will help. Will help you guys in revealing the world map. Mm. For the listeners' sake, I have created a full world map for this, for this realm. However, the players only get to see the parts they've explored. However, now that Moss has that atlas, you will not solely rely on exploration. You can talk to people in town, hear stories from other adventurers. That kind of thing. 
where they'll talk about, oh, I was in this place and it was like this. And you can pull up in your atlas and be like, oh, you're talking about this. This is over here. And they can try to give you directions and whatnot. If you get the right information um, or the right amount of information, it will reveal that part of the world map for you. Because you can, you're effectively corroborating evidence between the atlas and the stories that these people are telling you, and be like, okay, that is definitely here. That's definitely this place. Oh yeah, Ma Ma one of the next things Moss is going to do on like once we get some rest is he's going to start talking to the people in the party to see where they came from and if he can find it. Yeah, which is fine because, like I described in game, when you pull the atlas to say, you know, you recognize the places you've been from. Right. You know, the places you've been, you recognize those in the Atlas. But the Atlas is old. It is damaged. Mm -hmm. Some parts are unreadable. You don't know what the correlation is between some of these places. <clears throat> and, you know, yeah. Atlases are usually better drawn than that, but I'm... I didn't say it in game, but I'm kind of assuming that this was a hand-drawn Atlas from I mean, someone who has explored the world as it is, you know? It's not like they have satellites going up there and mapping the planet. Yeah, that's also why, I, like when I when I asked, like, I want to be able to look at what I've drawn already to make sure, you know, kind of try and gauge how old the atlas actually is. If everything that I know so far is still in here, that means it's probably still usable. Right. What we're going to do is consider the world map. Um, the the world map and your cartography mm. are going to be one and the same. Okay. Um, meaning that your cartography is what is true. Therefore, any atlas or maps you come across, you will have to corroborate that with evidence and whatnot. Yeah. Or exploration. It makes sense. Because you are effectively mapping, you know, the world. <laughs> And God, I can't wait till you guys reveal it. Because, I mean, Xander got a taste of it when we he and I were with our original plans. Which was to run side-by-side -side campaigns in the same world. That you wouldn't let me play in both meanies. Because we didn't want people having character overlap. Logistically, it was a fucking nightmare. Oh, yeah. No, it made sense. I'm still gonna bitch about it. So we decided <laughs> on another path. We decided on another path, which led to me designing this world without Xander's influence, which meant that I had to cut him out from design. Sag. As such, Xander knows what the original world map looked like, and it has since changed. Not drastically, so if his memory serves, or if he kept the fucking screenshot, he has an idea of what the world map looks like. But it's so, not going to be fully accurate. So that's the Atlas. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Man, that's some fourth wall breaking shit. What's up? Oh, a character found an Atlas, which was created by a player. Which oh, dude, I could... <laughs> I could try to create the world map off of memory. Uh, and and give it to John. <laughs> if we really want to go about that, I could create the world map off of memory 
and send it over to John and be like, here's your atlas, bud. Figure it the fuck out. <laughs> you could try. You could absolutely try, but... Yeah, I feel like an actual atlas might be a little bit better than that. You, well, you never know. It's true. Maybe Xander's got a hidden hobby. Yeah, it... it uh, one of the things you guys don't know about me is I've actually been going to a night school for uh, map drawing. Cartography. Yeah. You would know that if you were. No, see, cartography is an actual thing. I've been going for map drawing. Right. Not cartography. I'm just going to get this thing in the mail and it's just going to be a full-size map. Yeah. I'm going to hang it up on the wall behind me. You know, I read this thing once where someone was like, if you're having trouble coming up with a map for your D&D sessions, just take a handful of assorted pasta and dump it on a piece of paper. Yeah. And each piece of pasta represents something. <clears throat> you know, like your rice is your, your land masses and your water. Your, your pinwheel pasta is like your cities and your... It was just... I was like, you know what? That makes sense. If you're going to make a completely, you know, chaos-created world. I mean, I just basically limp-wristed drawing a continent. I was like, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm just glad you figured it out. Oh, I meant with my original, like, on-paper map. Oh. I was just don't like, you, don't you limp-wrist everything? <laughs> Not everything. Hey, we don't talk about the fisting, fisting Tuesdays, Sander. Why don't we? Because we don't want Robin to know. What the hell? You guys are leaving me out of fisting? I think you just told Robin about it, not me. Damn it. Yeah. Heather, you've been awfully quiet. You haven't heard me chirping? What, the hiccups? Yeah. Uh -huh. Are you a bird? Depends if she I'll uses her wild shape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seriously. I'll say it again. No, I will say it again. Celine. Don't forget your fucking wild shape. I know. Like, you were all kinds of excited for that, and now you've been in a couple situations where it really would have come in handy, and you're like, I'm just gonna use Entangle, and I'm like, okay, have at it. Like, you, could turn, I... into a, you could turn into a fucking jungle cat and shred this shit. Like, the only thing I could honestly think of that would be helpful in the swamp is like either some type of fish or bird or something, and I can't use either of those at level two. That's true. my biggest problem. That is true. So, into a poisonous frog. Can't do it. It has a swim speed. Yeah, that's the thing. You, you can't. Because I thought about that too. I thought about like, okay, I can turn into a reptile. Oh, wait, no, I can't. Well, you turn have into a newt. You have no swim speed. You could turn into a lizard. I don't know what that means. What do you mean swim speed? If it is capable of swimming, she cannot yet wild shape into it. That's level five. And newt swim? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I didn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> They Turn into a newt with two broken legs so it can't swim. 
please handicap yourself while you're at it. Turn into a hawk with broken wings. Yeah. You can just hop around and hope you catch something in your talons or your beak. Gouge out its eyes. You have Climb a movement up. speed of five. <laughs> Turn into a pigeon. Because pigeons rarely fly, they just kind of hop around out of your way, and then when you try to kick them, they start to fly. You know what, while I'm at it, why don't I turn into a fucking dodo? Because at least yeah. at that point, I can't fly. <laughs> there you go. You know, well, actually, if you want to go flightless... Penguin! Penguin. <laughs> Ostrich, come on. Ba battle cap capabilities. And a penguin has a swim speed. Penguins yeah, that's can't sure they swim. Do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> no. no, they can't. No, they just defy physics. Right. What they do is they just slide really fast and into the water and use that movement to boost forward. Exactly. Ah, strictly <laughs> momentum. Got right. it. Yep. And then they get... Does that mean that you couldn't turn into a polar bear? Nope. Uh, technically, she cannot yet. Because polar bears have a swim speed. Mm. We have a special rule for her. She has a list of animals that she has seen throughout her lifetime living in the jungle. These are the base animals that she can turn into. And I included ones with swim speeds and fly speeds um, for later levels, because these are, you know, she can only turn into things that she's seen, as the rules state. Mm -hmm. These are things she's seen throughout her lifetime. So they're on her list. Swim speed and fly speed she can use later. The bear does not technically have a swim speed. Bear swim. Well, Vice doesn't have a swim speed either. Vice doesn't know how to swim. Sucks for Vice. <laughs> but the point is that bears don't technically have a swim speed, so they, you know, they count as one of the things that she can wild shape into. However, bear, a special ruling for her on the bear, as she levels up, she will get to turn into a different grade of bear. Her appearance will always be the same, but she'll be using gradient stat blocks from brown bear to black bear to polar bear, but she'll always look the same. She just needs to grow proficient in being a bear. What about a grizzly bear? <laughs> that one falls under brown bear. Uh, what about a large hairy gay man? <laughs> that will depend on the kind of bars you guys decide to spend the night in. <laughs> That will very much depend on that and whether or not she actually wants to do that. Actually, no, I think that falls under alter self. Oh I don't my know. god. You said it was any type of bear. <laughs> <laughs> well, Where's... she's at it. She could turn into the stock market. Might as well. Where does brother bear fall on this list? <laughs> Demi-human. What about Klondike ice cream bars? Those are polar bears. That's a polar bear. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> Gonna have all these bears accounted for. <laughs> no, please, account for the bears. Where did Berenstein fall? <laughs> Demi-human. Demi oh, okay. You could turn into a water bear. You know, a tardigrade. They're practically unkillable. Fire bear. Air bear. <laughs> what about? No, I can't remember his name. The the freaking fire safety bear. I can't remember his oh, name. Smokey. 
Thank smoking you. a bear. <laughs> Thank what you. That's a brown bear. What about Care Bears? Oh God, those aren't even a thing. That's your account for the Care Bears. She can do that at level one. I, I feel like if if you're turning into a Care Bear, though, there's certain spells you can cast in that shape. <laughs> Like, if you got the heart on your chest, you can cast Charm Person. Or Friends. <laughs> I feel like they can all cast Friends. Oh my god. Can't. I'm gonna throw something in general for you folks. Oh god. There you are. Boop. That's a water bear. Oh yeah. What the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, they're, they're fucking badass. That's a tardigrade. That looks like... It looks like so. Somebody gave a sloth's head a foreskin. What the hell? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Elsander. Can... It does. It looks like somebody fucking attached a, a vacuum to the front of a sloth and put a foreskin around the vacuum. Jeez. What you want from me? I'm painting a very vivid picture here of what this looks like. Anyway, those <laughs> things are practically unkillable. They've sent they've been sent into the vacuum of space and survived. Wild. They're microscopic, so makes sense. You know, if she wild shapes into one of those, she effectively just disappears. That's an automatic stealth check of like 400. I was gonna say that that's a spell check where like I don't exist anymore. How do you guys like the man-eating mosquitoes in the swamp? I like that I fucking almost had a dagger thrown into my spine. Oh, that was great. Fucking <laughs> Heather's <Hi>. over here <laughs> trying to turn me into a goddamn paraplegic. She met me yesterday. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Fuck. She did. Fuck. <laughs> oh. I had a plan to deal with that. I'm glad she decided to stab it, though. I'll just say that. Yeah? What you was know? your plan? I cannot share this information. Fair enough. I well chip into one of those man eating mosquitoes. <laughs> Does that count? It has less than one. It has one hit point. You want to have one hit point <laughs> against a tree? I mean, it does some fucking damage. Like for one hit point, that's pretty brutal. It does. It does do serious fucking damage. It However, has two hit points, by the way. Is that what the mosquitoes was? The man-eating mosquitoes. They have two hit points. I, I hit it with one, one fire damage, and it exploded. Well, yeah, you hit anything with fire, and it explodes, usually. Oh, is that because of the methane exploding that it died? <laughs> yes. Uh, got it. Well, I dealt one fire damage to it, and it exploded. As far as I'm concerned, one hit point. Well, in that case, yes, it would be. So yeah, I feel like that would be a kind of a badass thing to be able to turn into. Yeah. 
I'm uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm reading through this for the listeners' sake. John has <clears throat> has just provided us a character sheet for a giant tardigrade, and it, it's uh, it's impressive, honestly. The tardigrade's entire body, from its mouth to its anus, is capable of producing digestive fluid. Yes. Nice. <laughs> That's all I'm going to read from that. Impressive, honestly. Yeah. <sighs> yes, uh, man-eating mosquitoes have two hit points. They're classified as a tiny beast, so... Technically, Celine, you have seen these. When you gain a flying speed, you could turn into one. But we'll get into that later. Probably after you guys leave the swamp. Anyway. So Heather and I bought an electric fly swatter today. It's been fun. Those are fun. Yeah. yeah. Have yeah. you touched it yet? No. No. Not okay. Not recently. I touched it back when I was like ten. Yeah, same here. My parents had one, and I was like, "Oh, what does this do?" And I pressed the button, and I touched the metal, and it went zap. And I was like, "Ow, that hurts!" I'm not doing it again. Yep. So I, I put my tongue in one. Was it new or had it been used? <laughs> yes. Like, were you licking cooked bugs? Probably. Okay. Was it there? So last week, excuse me, not last week, the week before, at work, um, I have an electric lighter for the jar candle that I keep on my desk because it's a lot easier to use that Don't and reach down to the taser. Pretty much, okay. um, it's a long stick lighter that's electric because it's a lot easier to reach that into a jar to lay a candle that's getting low. And I bought it like three weeks ago. And I was so fucking bored at work waiting for the person I was training um, to, like, finish up so I could actually, like, fucking review what she had done that I was like, well, I want to know how strong this thing is. So I, I shocked myself with it and it sucked. It wasn't comfortable. I was like, ah, that sucks. And like two minutes passed. <laughs> and I went... I wonder if it can arc through me. And so, in one hand, I'm holding the lighter. And in the other hand, I took a paper clip. And... <laughs> God, it sounds so fucking dumb. Because it was. <laughs> uh, and I... <laughs> put a piece of paper. Because I was... And I don't know why I fucking chose a piece of paper. I should have chose, like, rubber. But I put a piece of paper over one of the terminals so it wouldn't arc back to itself, like, ignoring the paper clip. And I turned it on, like, with the paper clip in between the two prongs, one covered, and immediately fucking threw the paper clip because it arced through me and back into the casing of the, of the lighter, like, through my other hand. And I was like, ah, I guess it will. <laughs> All right. So the next time anybody's CPU dies, we know that Xander is conductive enough to work as a, uh, you know, to complete the circuit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm stupid enough to try to do it myself. 
<laughs> I was so fucking bored, dude. It was literally not... it was literally uh... two minutes between shocking my finger and then shocking my entire body to see if it could arc through me. And it can. It's an impressive little fucking thing. Are you the reason we have to tell our children not to stick forks in outlets? No, I knew that those were dangerous. That would be one of my sisters. Ah. <laughs> I've also shocked myself on a light. Down syndrome. <laughs> uh, neither one, actually. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> I, uh... I've shocked myself using a light socket before. Well done. Was like... Eight or nine. I haven't done that since. I got electrocuted at my oh, job. Not electrocuted my job. or shocked? Electrocuted. Because I electrocuted got, is to death. Not necessarily. I, fine, I got zapped. There you go. Shocked. I got shocked <laughs> um, at the grocery store at which I used to work. <laughs> the, uh, the meat department was experiencing some lighting issues in their back room. And I was like, okay, circuit's live. Something's going on here. So I grabbed a screwdriver, took the faceplate off the light switch. Correction. Took a screwdriver, tried to take the faceplate off the light switch, and immediately got zapped. I think I was there for that. You were. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say, this whole thing sounds really familiar. You, you were there. And uh, my arm was tingly for the next, like, 20 minutes. It, it made me jump. It was a, it was a pretty good shock. Uh, it turns out one of the uh, the wires within the light switch, one of the live wires, had uh, not been connected properly and had yep. fallen out of the switch connector and had fallen onto the box. So the whole fucking switch was live. And my dumbass decided to investigate before cutting the circuit. Because, you know... Lockout, tag out. Well, yeah, because that's because that store did lockout, tag out. <laughs> so I looked it up. They just slapped uh, a piece of paper on it. Any equipment that didn't work, they slapped a piece of paper and said, "Out of order, do not use." That's one way to do it. Uh, I looked it up. Electrocution is death or severe injury. So I was incorrect. Okay, it also well, causes severe injury. Then I was not electrocuted because my fingers went numb for about five minutes, and that's it. Well, it sounds like it hurt your pride severely. So I mean, I, I might have cried myself to sleep that morning. I saw somebody uh, hit a uh, live horse fence while they were peeing. I, I've seen peeing? someone... While they were peeing. Okay. Has uh... anybody seen the show? <laughs> Has anybody seen the show Ren and Stimpy? No. Yes. Bits and pieces. It's a it's a it's a fairly old cartoon from the nineties. It used to air on Nickelodeon. Never intended for children. And yet it Plenty. ended up on a kids' cartoon network. In the show, they did a segment <clears throat> they did a segment on a board game called Don't Pee on the Electric Fence. And it's just this board game with a miniature electric fence. And, like, the dad, like, rolls or spins wrong. He's like, oh, I guess I gotta do it. And he stands up and he pisses on the electric fence. And that's the game. 
Okay. I have a feeling your friend did that. I didn't see any rolling. And yeah, no, he, he he didn't have fun. I can imagine not. I imagine his lightning rod was quite sore after. Uh, oh yeah, I'd imagine. We laughed. I'm sure you did. <laughs> now, what were the circumstances here? How did he end up peeing on an electric fence? Uh, we, we we were cleaning out a uh, we were cleaning out a horse pen, and uh, so we were cleaning it out, and we asked he was basically in charge of us, and we asked him a question, and he was off pissing near the edge of the horse pen, so he turned around to answer the question and wasn't looking where he was being anymore. I, I gotta judge him a little. Fault. I do have to judge him a little bit for even trying to urinate near a live electric fence. I feel like he could have picked anywhere to do that. He could have used your face for all I care. John would have preferred that. Probably. That was actually his first choice. Uh, it was a relative, so I'm a little iffy on that. I figured it was that would a second make it more enticing. <laughs> but, and you want to know what makes it worse? It was a draft horse. That's a powerful electric fence. <laughs> oh my god. So, my, uh, I call them my little brothers, right? My little brother's grandma. Uh, we were at a family reunion and uh, they had horses at this house. And they were like, my little brothers were like really fucking young. I must have been like 11 or 12. And so we all went into the horse in like the horse area and the, the highest wire was an electric wire because just one, you know, fucking riding horse. It's just something to keep it from jumping over the fence. It could if it wanted to still, but it's a deterrent to smart horses. So we all climb under no problem. And uh, when we were coming back out, uh, I went through the boy's grandma went through and then she was pulling the or pull, pulling the younger boys one by one through and as she went to pull the young the older one out her forehead made contact with the wire and shot her straight fucking back on her back and my little brother Caden was like I'm sorry grandma did I do that I'm so sorry God. fucking hilarious she had a, a red mark straight across her forehead for like a week. It was so good. <laughs> I feel like we've spent all of 20 minutes over the past two hours talking about D&D. Yeah. Nah, much. it's been closer to 35. That doesn't make it any better. <laughs> we just like... I, I think... I think Heather like hit the nail on the head where we've done two two sessions and we're just starting to learn each other's characters but we still don't know enough to even ask real questions about them and we don't have everybody here to talk about them uh as players well, it's like there's still that. a lot of it's mystery also, to every character we're also still like trying to get to know our own characters as well and working our own character development as well as getting to know our teammates i feel like that's where i personally stand i'm still familiarizing myself with my character that's true 
Yeah, like, and also, like, it's also so early on, like, all of us have things we could talk about, probably, but we can't talk about it because that would reveal more of the character than has been revealed yet. Yeah, and that's the other problem. I think there's a lot to every character that we've yet to see. And we want not only the other players, but also the listeners to, you know, get glimpses into that. Yeah, we don't want to give too many spoilers away. We want to have the element of surprise. I'll spoil something. Spoiler alert. Vice is not very good at playing the liar. He's working on it, though. Hey, man. You're a level two bard. You'll get better. Working on it. You gotta go to college first. Yeah. yeah. My spoiler is I I picked a pan flute for my instrument, and I kind of regret it. We should play in a band! Yeah. You know, regardless of whether or not this is a recorded episode... You may have picked a pan flute, but you haven't mentioned it in the game yet. You still have time to change it before it's canon. Mm-hmm. Well, I was actually just going to ask if there's a chance that, you know, if I could trade it in for another instrument later on down the road. Honestly. If you want to stick with the pan flute for now and trade it in down the road at like a shop or something, that's fine. But yeah. like I said, it's not canon yet, so... You're pretty much open to pick whatever the hell instrument you want. Eh, I'll keep it for now. I mean, I think it would be hilarious if Celine was walking around with like a timpani or something. Dude, one of my players has a washboard. <laughs> I just hope I just hope he knows how to keep it in tune. I know that Moss plays a mean skin flute, so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't doubt that for a second. So, here's the fun part, Celine. You have proficiency with the pan flute, because that was the instrument that we picked from your uh, background. Yeah. But you don't have one in your inventory. Wait, I don't have a pan flute? You don't physically have one. I could have sworn we threw that in my inventory. That's no, so it's, in your, it's in your proficiencies list. If you want, we could change that to a different instrument if you want to be proficient in a different instrument. That's so weird. I could have sworn we picked pan flute as my instrument oh, we, of choice. We, we picked pan flute as your instrument of choice for your proficiency. Oh. Doesn't mean it ended up in your inventory. It well, just means just means you're good at it. Pick a tuba. <laughs> I guess I'll wait then. Robin, I'm not sure to... which instrument I want to play anyway yet. So I might have to have you go through my inventory and tell me what the fuck I should have. Because quite frankly, I don't really know what the fuck I would have at the tower. Like I have what I th- I know that I have. But I don't know what else I would have from my time spent at the tower. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. We'll uh, we'll discuss that. Yeah, but that's actually a good point. Um, early on, when me and 
the orphans tackled that alligator. I didn't know quite know how to put that in my inventory. You've so I put it in as rations, but I didn't put it in as like anything specific. No, you've you've got it right here. Two square feet crocodile hide. Oh, okay. I did put it in there. Okay. Yeah, you wrote it you wrote it down. I wasn't sure if I did. Also, you should look at the bottom of your inventory list at some point because I put in something that we talked about from your session zero. Um from what was supposed to be your session zero. Uh, yeah, that never got to work out though. Yeah, it's just it's something you got from the elders that may help down the road. Uh, yeah, Vice, I'm looking at your inventory right now, and uh, you ain't got shit. <clears throat> yeah. You you have a backpack, but apparently yep. nothing in it. Yep. Okay. Oh. You see, this is what I'm talking about. Like, I've been there, and I know I'd have a back. I don't have like. <clears throat> so. Uh. Vice it wasn't an adventurer. <laughs> so he doesn't have like an adventurer and explorer's pack. But so he maybe probably, your inventory makes sense. So, but he'd probably have something. Nothing. He'd, I, I'd hope he'd have like rope. But he You'd might hope. have literally nothing. Who's Yikes. to say? Can't be the DM. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> You don't need anything. You're a oh, bard. He does, have, he does have a water skin. Because he picked up a new water skin. Oh, that's right. You do have a water skin. I gotta add me a water skin. I, uh... You mentioned that... I you took should... a peek at my inventory. Are you I adding that right now? That. You should fill it with the swamp water and see if you can drink it. Now, this is a question for the players. And not so much the DM. Um... If you were to add a water skin to your inventory, would you call it a ball sack? Because <laughs> I, yeah. I like I went into my my inventory and suddenly I had a ball sack in my inventory and I'm very confused about it. I, th I think it I think it was a typo on my part on my part. I think it depends what it's made out of. So maybe if it was made out of the ball sack of a bull, his water skin is actually made from the scrotum of a tarasque. There you go. Ah, so it's immune back. to magic missile. Yes. <laughs> it is very puncture resistant. Well, I mean, that's... I'm pretty sure that's canon now. That's what you want in a water skin anyway. Puncture yeah. resistance. Yeah. That's true. <clears throat> also, hint of Tarrasque testicle. <laughs> smells <laughs> like doom. <laughs> it tastes like reproduction. Oh god. God. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Alright. I know it's fairly early, but I feel like this is a pretty good cutoff point for this because you guys are right. We don't have a whole lot to talk about. We're two sessions in, you guys are just getting to know each other and yourselves. Do you have any questions, statements, comments? Before we close this shit out, yes, Xander, your hand is raised. The listeners can totally see that. <laughs> but you can. I can. Why the fuck do we have yet another party <laughs> made up of the wildest shit and a singular, a singular entity that isn't weird? Because if we didn't, it wouldn't be D&D. 
Like, one's not weird. Maybe, maybe we have a dwarf. Maybe we have an elf. Maybe we have a human, and then a tiefling because one out of every, one out of four has got to be a little bit different. We have one <laughs> regular fucking race. Which one is it, Xander? The elf. Oh, you have two elves. Yeah. yeah, but she's a drow. Well, which is in well, this world not like that rare. It's like a lesser elf. And Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. and who who in the other campaign was the normal one? Point. Oh, it was Cax, right? Yeah, no, it was definitely, <laughs> definitely the cold one. I was gonna say because because Key had the spider legs because he was an Azamir. Xander. Yeah. What was that drow comment you just made? I I can't read it as backwards. I I still can't read it as backwards. It's yeah, not I actually can't. backwards. It I was just out of focus. I can't fix that. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, you Xander. You don't have fireball. You're I the mean... DM. <laughs> you have wish, poof, gone, or finger of death. In all honesty. Or word kill. I feel like a drow death. has more resistance than a regular elf does, though. Drows are... Drows definitely have some advantages. As long yeah. as it's not daylight. Shut up. Well, yeah, that, that's a disadvantage. But, I mean, you gotta have your odds and evens. And so. as long as you're not in an elven city. Remember, different world. Surface yeah. drows are common now. It doesn't mean the High Elves aren't going to think any less of them. High Elves think less of Wood Elves. This is fair. They're all high and mighty and on their high horses and all that fun stuff. So, Vice, High Elf, what do you think of the Drow? I mean, I mean, they're lesser Elves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's how it would probably work. So, to answer your question... <clears throat> John asked me if he could be a turtle. I said, sure. Joseph asked me if he could be a herringon. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And I looked it up and I was like, yeah, okay, sure. That's unique. And then Drew was like, I want to be a tiefling. I'm like, thank God, that's kind of normal. And then Xander came to me. He's like, I want to be a high elf. And I was like, sure. All right, let's go boring. And then Heather's like, I really like the drow. I want to be a drow. I was like, okay, be a drow. And then one of our other potential players, he's like, I want to be a wanty. Yanti, how are the fuck you pronounce Yanti. the snake people? Dude, that would have been like, a badass character. I was like, that sounds pretty cool. Let's play with that. We're going with a zoo now. And then Ethan, <laughs> who was originally going to join the campaign, he's like, I'm going to be a half-elf. And I'm like, sweet, another normal person. And then Ethan dropped out. And then Casey dropped out. It's a zoo! And I'm still left with a zoo. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, Vice... Vice doesn't think much of of any of uh, the party. Like he doesn't think like he's it's a all dick, that... or he just doesn't have thoughts. No, he just like doesn't care that one of his party members is a fucking rabbit and the other one's a fucking turtle and the other one's a fucking demon. Like <laughs> he doesn't care Evil. about that because oh whatever because he, and and the other one's a, a drought. Like he was picked on. <laughs> He was picked on for looking different. Like, it doesn't bother him that the people that now he's working with and potentially are going to be 
grouped with are look different that he's like hell yeah i got people that look different <laughs> now they can all be picked on with me this is cool like i i'm i'm gonna i've got misfit friends <laughs> did we inadvertently create D D breakfast club yeah kind pretty of. much yeah fuck but, i mean <laughs> as we did find out though you shouldn't pick on moss he doesn't like it uh, also, true. also However, don't stuff things in his pockets. That's a callback to session zero. And no, you should not try to shove things in his prison wallet. Hmm. Look, he he'll he'll sick Leviathan on you. Also, That's... why the fuck do you have a snake in your shell? Because it didn't make sense for because I went with the urchin background. It didn't make sense for a turtle to be carrying around a mouse. So I asked if I could trade it out for a snake. It doesn't, it's essentially just a non, it's just his pet. Okay, so it's not like a familiar snake. No. Ew. It's just a pet. No, no it's, it's just, just a pet. small, small well, water snake. I think we decided he was like, small. like five feet, but. Yeah, but a five foot long snake is still pretty small. Yeah. In D&D, yeah. <clears throat> no, I, I'm not going to lie. I almost... I almost went with another warlock because I really fucking love having a pseudo dragon. It's so cool. But yeah. I was like, meh. Meh. I, I've been a warlock in probably 60% of the campaigns I played in. Yeah, and mix it up. Yeah. I mean, look at me. I went from being a sorcerer to a DM. Mix it up. Yeah. I went from being a, a bard in the one shot to a fighter to a bard. <laughs> mix it up i went from a fighter that can cast spells to a paladin so... never mind <laughs> you're, you're a fighter that's harder to hit uh okay I went... let's see i was a cleric and then i'm trying to remember what i was in ethan's i think i was a rogue ranger yep. rogue yeah you were rogue in ethan's oh that's right a rogue assassin I mean, if we're talking one-shots, we've been all over the place. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's very true. I did two different <laughs> characters in the same one-shot. That god-awful dragonborn druid. <laughs> You're welcome. So, I do have one question, logistically. Um, if we did want to improve Moss's AC outside of the shield, could we, hypothetically, because tortoises like shells, they're they are like kind of it's one unit but it's made of a whole bunch of different little shapes could we cut out those shapes and replace them with metal uh at the risk of killing him yes that's a risk i'm willing to take because those I mean, little shapes are the, the shell of a turtle is effectively its spine and also you can do spinal surgeries it it'll uh kind of just do that itself Yeah, but imagine they do, they do uh, shed and regrow, imagine like, if it didn't slowly have to regrow those. Imagine if it so. didn't have to do that. You just put a metal cage around them. No, my question is actually this was something I was going to ask you, Robin. Are there ways to upgrade? Because he doesn't carry weapons, but are there ways to upgrade like his beak and his claws? We've talked about that. Oh, did we? Yes. 
Put little oh, razors in his claws. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, we're gonna get him a, we're gonna get him a turtle grill. And he's gonna bite harder. Gold, no. gold tipped. <laughs> we, we talked about this. Um, and oh, it yeah, runs, it runs along the same lines as Celine and her stat block upgrading as she gets proficient with yeah. being with wild shaping into a bear. Your beak and primarily your beak, your claws don't really change, but your beak. Yeah, I did. I did know that one. As you uh, level up your claws, not so much. I mean, unless you want to dip them in molten metal, you know, I, I don't see that really working out in your favor. But your beak is your primary weapon. The way that I've always thought about it is your beak is your is your sword, oh, while your is. claws are more like the daggers on your hip. You know. Yep. Could I get? basically essentially a pair of brass knuckles that are just another set of claws that can go over and stick to the other claws like rings and then I have 2d4 instead of one you'd have to get them crafted you'd but I could do that you'd, you could technically do that I'm okay. not going to say I'm not going to say it's impossible it's D&D &D. all things are possible if you can find a logistical way to do it true you need to find a blacksmith who is willing to work with that, be able to build a mold of your claws and fingers, work and find the correct materials to do this. If you wanted to do extra damage, you'd have to find an enchanter to put magic on it. Otherwise, this stuff is going to break over time. It's a lot of logistics to take into consideration for an extra D4 damage, which, as you and I have discussed, your homebrew subclass oh, and yeah. effectively homebrew character you are you're already stacking damage on damage yeah no there's really no reason to do it besides just it would look really cool <laughs> i mean if you didn't want the da the bonus damage i would say absolutely over time you could probably craft something like that for an aesthetic flavor but it wouldn't increase your damage output if you wanted to increase your damage output, you got to get a blacksmith to do it. Makes sense. Well, we haven't done this in a while, but we did at one point say that we were going to end these matter at hands with the Mad Libs. Absolutely. I have the book. So why don't we take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll play a couple of rounds of Mad Libs. D&D Mad Libs, let's go. Yes, sir. We'll be right back. And welcome back. Thank you. So glad our listeners don't need to hear what happens during the breaks. <laughs> anyway. Does anyone want to see that Dungeons & Dragons movie? There's a Dungeons oh, and Dragons movie? Yes, they're putting out a Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yeah. Chris Pine is the lead. I am so fucking excited. Who the fuck is Chris Pine? Star Michelle, Trek. Michelle Rodriguez looks like a way more badass character in that. I don't care about who's badass. I was just excited to see him. True. Yeah, I really, I really liked him. I really honestly, liked him in the Star Trek trilogy. So Honestly, excited. both of them are like... The fact that they managed to get two people with that amount of star power is kind of nuts. Yeah. No, I'm very excited. Oh, dude, this trailer came out a week ago. Yeah. 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 And it's supposed to come out in 2023. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. 
Yeah, let me know when there's an official date for it. Okay. Anyway. We can all go see it. Did you see people freaking out that the druid could turn into an owlbear? <laughs> Dude, I fucking love that. Like, so that's expected expected March 3rd. That's a monstrosity, not a creature. I mean, technically, but shut up. DM allowed it. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, DM allowed it. And I actually turned to Heather and I'm like, you know, now that it's there, technically, I guess. <laughs> I mean, at, at a high enough level, I'm going to allow my druid to do it. Yeah. <clears throat> I was going to, I was going to before that. <laughs> like Tupac said, first of all, fuck your bitch and the click you claim. West side. Yep. Uh... <laughs> you can cut that. That's fine. Anyway, you guys ready to play some D&D Mad Libs? I am. All right. Give me a letter of the alphabet. B. What? B. An adjective. Incomprehensible. Uh, that might be an adverb. Nope. Give me a noun. Floor. What? Floor. Floor. <laughs> Give me a part of the body. <laughs> One more time. Like. Boring. I was thinking third leg, but you know. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> I need a noun. Bed. I need another noun. Semen. There but not. No, no. Like semen, like a, a navy person, like Let's a seaman. That one out real quick. And <laughs> the one you meant. I need a verb. Arriving. <laughs> I need a number. Forty-two. Always. I need a place. The underdark. There you go. We'll tie it back to D&D &D for a moment. <laughs> no one wants to go to Florida. <laughs> That's a speaking small plan. Speaking of Florida, I need a body part. Armpit. <laughs> We're speaking of Florida. It's not what I think of when I think of Florida. I need a place in the plural. Churches. 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 Because why would you not follow an <clears throat> armpit with churches? Need an adjective? Ridiculous. I need another adjective. Iridescent. Need an animal? Frog. Need a type of liquid. Now we'll use semen. There it is. <laughs> I need a plural noun. Xander's already cracking up. I haven't even started reading and he's dying over there. Whores. What? Whores. Whores? Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> I love this. That. Thank you for that, Heather. I need an <laughs> adjective. 
disgusting. <laughs> and I need a noun. Mushrooms. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be a weird trip. This is going to yeah. be a very weird trip. You guys this is discuss. Be a good one. Feel free to chatter while I fill this out. Now we'll use semen. <laughs> I was gonna go with piss. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> god. I can't, man. Yeah. You know, completely unrelated, I was actually thinking about something. It completely throws me off that Shatner is still a girl. And yep. I keep forgetting that every time we play. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I agree. Okay, at least I'm not the only one. I mean, I'm glad that we have <laughs> two females in the in the party. Because... Well, yeah, I do too, but it's just like I have to keep reminding myself that that, that is a girl. Because, yeah, I uh, just, I just picture Lola, Lola Bunny in leather armor. <laughs> I'm sure you do, John. I'm sure you do. So, whores, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't think of anything better. I'm glad you were thinking of them, though. I mean, we were talking about horrors earlier, so... We were. Oh, don't, we're... Talk, don't talk about me and Xander like that. <laughs> Alright, folks. <clears throat> Here we go! <laughs> D&D Medlibs. Tools of the table. Oh, God. When you... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's gonna go well. When you first start playing B&D... You'll need these incomprehensible things to help you hit the floor running. That works. <laughs> right. The player's leg book, the bedmaster's guide, semen manual, and other books also have lots of useful information. Dice. You'll need more dice than you can arrive a stick at, but especially d20s. Number 42 pencils. Leave your pens in the underdark. You won't need them here. Snacks are the armpit of every good game of Churches and Dragons. Hungry players are ridiculous, but an iridescent DM can be an absolute frog. Don't forget to drink plenty of semen. <laughs> Mats and figurines can be useful for visualizing action-packed whores. With these things and a disgusting attitude, you're ready for your time for the time of your mushroom. <laughs> I just love the action-packed whores and the reminder to drink plenty of semen. Well, I mean, that sums up how we do how we do here at Night Owl Nerds, really. It does. We got action-packed whores and drinking plenty of semen. <laughs> I mean, yeah. All right. And diet semen for those that want to watch their sugar intake. You guys want to do round two? Yeah. Okay. I need a noun. Sible. What? A crucible. 
Crucible. <laughs> Need a plural noun. Dildos. There it is. <laughs> Got there a lot faster this round. How is a crucible a noun? Because a, cru a crucible is a noun. Oh. Yeah, it's an object. Oh, okay. The name of a person in the room. John. There it is. Why is it always me? <laughs> because you said dildos. And <laughs> technically, I'm not in that room, so it automatically has to be you, because you're the only one in the room. Okay, so, you know what? Fine. Nightmare. He's not in the room either. None of us are in the same room. Right. You're the only one in the room with the book, so it automatically is you. So it has to be me. No, I like it being John. <laughs> he said it's, dildos. It's John. I need a verb. Damn it. Fucking. <laughs> well, that's yeah, something I could decide do. it. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to I need an adjective. Crying. No, that's not. <laughs> Trying to say something, John? Said fast. Rest. Or just go sad. Go sad. Sorry, John. <laughs> the next one was same person in the room, so you get listed twice. Champion. I need a plural noun. I'm waiting to see what you guys are going to do to me. <laughs> Heather, why don't you give us a plural noun? <laughs> you know what? Oh. I'll just... I'll do something that I really have always wanted again. Parents. <laughs> oh my god. I need a noun. Wait, didn't we just do that? I, the, the previous one was plural. This is singular. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't with you guys. Vibrator? There it is. <laughs> oh god. Parents and a vibrator. Sounds like fun. I need a part of the body. Eye socket. Okay. <laughs> I need another noun. Dead. Again. Okay. I'm noticing a theme here. I need a type of food. And don't say semen. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> I need an animal in the plural. Possums. Possums. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Better than hamsters. They're bigger. I need a plural noun. Rings. I'm not going to ask what kind of rings. I need an <laughs> occupation. An occupation? An occupation. Pimp. Okay. <laughs> I need an adverb. Suspiciously. You and your multi-syllable words. That's a good one. It's, it's like John was the top of his class. It's true. Like we mentioned, top and bottom. I need a silly word. Oodles. Okay. Oodles, canoodles, and toaster strudels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need a noun. 
candle. John just looks around his room <laughs> for something. How the hell do you think Heather's been doing? Bed, leg, hat. <laughs> All right, guys, and this is how this one ends. Type of liquid. Well, we didn't get to use piss last time. Yes. Oh, see, I was going to say, uh, mucus. <laughs> hey, to me, mucus is worse than piss. Oh, it is. Absolutely. We had this conversation earlier about, you know, me and the nurses talking. I'd rather be peed on than, than uh, snotted on. Well, yeah. It's better to be peed on than snotted on. Been there. All right, you guys discuss while I fill this out. Well, I would prefer not to get that type of glimpse into you guys' bedroom, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'd rather just not be subject to someone else's bodily fluids. That being said, if I have to, if it's a toss-up between mucus or piss, I'm going to piss. It's yeah. easier to wash off. That, yeah. True. Mucus might involve a lot of scrubbing. And then you still can feel the sticky even when there's no sticky left and it's bad. It's yeah, bad you, you get a point there. I don't know. Honestly, that's what a lot of the nurses at my work have said, though. Like, all of us have honestly talked about bodily fluids, especially dealing with patients. And, yeah, mucus and stuff like that is absolutely the worst one. We all say, like, we'll deal with anything except for mucus. What's worse, vomit or mucus? Mucus. You think so? Yeah, I can handle vomit. Yikes. I cannot handle mucus. So you'd rather someone vomit on you than sneeze on you? Yeah. Oh, man. Because at least with, like, vomit, you know it's gone. With mucus, you, you can still feel it sometimes, and it's just it's terrible. What about shit or mucus? I'd still rather take the <laughs> shit, because I've dealt with that. <laughs> I used to work in a nursing home. You get all sorts of fucking bodily fluids that you have to deal with. Yeah, you were you were talking about that the other day. I I really didn't like that you were referring to those poor people as dead weight. Like <laughs> that's because they're no longer functioning members of society doesn't mean they're dead weight. Those yeah. mean something to some people. Dare <laughs> <There> you? <laughs> no, no, no. I've actually dealt with literally dead weights <laughs> there's been times I've walked into work and there's a dead body right on my shift that I have to go take care of and deal with dead weights those are so much fun anyway <laughs> not that this conversation isn't enlightening and incredibly dark <laughs> now hang on is it enlightening or dark yes yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> My favorite character profile. The best crucible I ever created for Dungeons and Dildos was John Felderfuck, whose alignment was chaotic sad. Oh my god, it's John! Yeah, that, 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 that checks. Looking at you, John. 
John was a friend to all parents and had a short vibrator but a big eye socket. She came from a village named Beddell, loved to eat raw shatin, and was a local hero who saved possums from raiding hordes of sentient rings. One time, a warlock kidnapped her while she was on a mission to save the town pimp. Fortunately, she suspiciously escaped thanks to Oodles, her trusty candle with a thick mane. Of course, being able to control piss with her mind made her daring escape that much easier. I just imagine this character looking at your crotch and just like water bending the piss out of your body. <laughs> I like, I like the, 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 the town pimp. It suspiciously <laughs> escaped due to her ability to control piss. I mean, when you think about it, if you can control piss, you can explode the bladder, which is going to lead to septus pretty quick. Quick. <laughs> I just love that you're chaotic sad. I mean, it checks. It checks. <laughs> it does check. <laughs> it checks in the hardest way. See, I'm trying to wonder. <laughs> I, I, I'm... I'm straight up wondering what the fuck it means to have a short dildo or a short vibrator but a big eye socket. <laughs> what you can see of the vibrator is short. Right. Got it. Got it. That eye socket's just jiggling. <laughs> Alright, do you guys want to do one more or do you want to call it? I mean, I'm down, do for an... yeah, I'm down for Yeah, I'm down for another one. Are we get better than that? I think that we can. Okay. We'll do one more. Okay, then. Oh, oh, God. All right. <clears throat> I need a number. 69. 69. Yep. <laughs> We're starting off with it this time. Well, I was going to say it last time, but you beat me to it, so. Yeah, but he beat you with the best number. Yeah, yeah, 42. I need a plural noun. Bodies. Rings. Oh. I'm going hard. Going hard with the first two answers. I need a noun. Anus. Okay. We're 13 again. I need a verb. Anal. <laughs> I'm so glad those lined up. <laughs> oh my god. Anal is not a verb. Uh, anal is an act. <laughs> Can't you just say fucking I got a bet. No, or sex? I got, no, I got one. I got I got I got the word for you, don't worry. Need an adjective. Transparent. Pretty sure there are a lot of hentai's based on transparency. You know, um, plural noun. Sobbing. That's a verb. Plural oh. noun. Sorry, I thought you said verb. Trees. What? Trees. Trees. <sighs> I need a part of the body. One more time. <laughs> but. But. I feel like we have a theme we have to stick to at this point. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I need an adjective. 
inconsolable. Need a plural noun. Mandolins. <laughs> I need a singular noun. Friend. What's that? Something you're very, very unfamiliar with. An adverb. Seriously. I need a place in the plural. Graveyards. I need a noun. Necromancer. I need an adjective. Destitute. Hot damn! I need another adjective. Keep in mind, John's a writer. Of course he's going to throw out words like that. The rest of us are stuck at two syllables, but he's over here throwing out four. Hopeless. Okay, you guys went from horny to sad real fast. <laughs> I was going to say inspiring, but that's an adverb. Ah. <laughs> uh, Need a plural noun. Family. <laughs> and lastly, a singular noun. Platypus. <laughs> <laughs> that was so fast. Okay, discuss while I fill. <laughs> well, I. Yes, <laughs> the dude! <laughs> I would have said Spotify, but... <laughs> Destitute's a good one. It is! <laughs> God damn! Yeah, jeez. Where'd you even find that? Uh, stuck to the bottom of your shoe. I was gonna say somewhere over the rainbow. <laughs> was it way up high? You would hope so. <laughs> one could only fucking hope. As long as this guy's not falling. You never know. Like Chicken Little. Yeah. Got it. Got it. And my dog just randomly has tennis balls. That's what happens when you play tennis too long without the proper powder. <laughs> you get tennis balls. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> without the proper powder or ventilation. No, they like weren't there like four minutes ago when I looked over at her and now there's three tennis balls in front of her. Trying to tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking play fetch at 1.30 in the morning. I was gonna say she reached into the bag of holding and pulled them out. Oh, that's a it good makes, one. It makes sense. That's why you didn't see him before. <laughs> Did we use clandestine? No. Nope. That would have been another good one. We're going to have to play another one then. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? A fucking quarter of this week's Matters at Hands is just fucking Mad Libs. Whatever, man. We're I, filling the recording time. I'm fucking down. <laughs> All right. Ready? Send it. <clears throat> Who to be in D&D? There are 69 races in 5th edition, each with their different culture, language, bodies, and skills. When you create a new anus, 
Choose a race that will best sodomize their story. For example, dwarves are short and transparent, but they are as tough as trees. Elves, on the other butt, are graceful and inconsolable, and can be some of the most pretentious mandolins you'll ever meet. Halflings are homebodies. They love friend and quiet, but some of these small folk can be seriously lured outside of their graveyards with some tasty necromancer pudding. <laughs> I need... I need someone to submit a recipe for necromancer pudding, please. You literally just dig up a body that's been underground for like three months. Mmm, mm, tasty. <laughs> Short-lived humans are the most destitute of all, and that also makes them hopeless. There, there are so many different character families, so throw platypus to the wind and choose one. <laughs> I feel that as a human in real life. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah. I feel that. Short-lived humans are the most destitute of all, and that also makes them hopeless. It's like it's driving the it's like driving in the nail with a jackhammer at that point. Yeah. Alright. You guys wanted to use the word clandestine? Yeah. Yes. There's a good word. Alright, one more. Alright, last one for realsies. Last one for realsies. Oh, fuck. Okay. Does it have to start like this? I need a part of the body. Have we used penis yet? No. No, okay. we've, we've circled around it, but we haven't landed on the penis yet. In that case, I select taint. Taint. <laughs> the gooch. Just we started at the anus and we're just inching closer. <laughs> I need an adjective. Landestine. Landestine. <laughs> I need another adjective. Magnificent. All of you guys with your fancy words. I need a verb. Luring. That's a good one. I need a verb ending in ing. Seducing. I'm making the Pied Piper. <laughs> I need another verb. Crawling. I need a noun. Infinity. I need another noun. I almost said beyond. <laughs> Bookshelf. <laughs> you got me before I finished writing it. Need an adjective. Swagger. No. Swagger yeah. is a verb. Uh, You're thinking yeah. of slang. Swagger yeah, is a verb, but swagger is a slang term is a noun. Yeah, I was going to say be more of a noun. What are we looking for? Way. You're adjective. looking for an adjective. Uh. Did you say something, Heather? Is that amazing? I'm gonna say swanky. <laughs> I'm going with amazing. But there's another adjective way down the list if you want to submit that. I need a plural noun. Plural noun? Anyone? Anyone? Going once? Going you twice? Compound bows. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to figure out how to say. 
Succubus, but more than one. Succubi. Succubi. Oh, okay. I was trying to think of something D&D related. I need an occupation. Succubi. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. Not an occupation. There can what? be. Why can't you? Why do you just say like a whore? sex. What do you do for work? I'm a professional succubus. That's a whore. At that point. Hey. Yeah, that's... but a whore for souls. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, let's get this right. It pays in sex and souls. I don't know what you want. Or, you know, Zeus. Anyway, I need a noun. I love that I'm wearing a black t-shirt with no backlighting, so it's like I'm a floating head. It really with is. With an arm, yeah. Uh, wine. <laughs> wine is in the complaint or the drink? The drink. I need a plural noun. Potatoes. <laughs> I need an adjective. Prolapsed. Wow, that came out <laughs> fast. <laughs> That's usually how it happens. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. You win. I need a verb ending in ing. Canceling. 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 That's what's going to happen to us. <laughs> yeah. One of these days. One of these days. And we are ending on a part of the body. Scrotum. Uh, we inching, are inching closer. <laughs> inching closer. Thank God. All right. Discuss while I fill. Oh my God. This is how we need to end every matter. <laughs> it is forever. Yeah. We do. We do have to remember though. The next time he asks for parts of the body, it has to be shaft. <laughs> So it's going to basically be naming every piece of the penis without naming the penis. Right. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And then mushroom top. <laughs> mushroom top. <laughs> oh my god. Mocha. <laughs> Mocha, you are not allowed up here. I understand the temptation, but no. I thought you said polka like the music. No, I was like, mocha. I am very confused. Is he hearing polka at one forty in the morning? I mean, you never know. <laughs> you complain that she's not a lap cat, and then you complain when she's on your desk. What do you want? I want her, her on to my be lap, on his lap. my desk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I figured the expectation was pretty clear. Well, she's getting closer by. to it. <laughs> she's just, you know, not there yet. She doesn't notice in the concepts. Baby steps. That's not why she was on my desk. What was she on your desk for? The fly got in. Oh. Well, you have the fly swatter. You can kill it. I know. I know. One got in, and the only lights in this room are coming from my desk. So there's there's been one hovering around my desk for a little while. And Mocha finally saw it. About time she steps up her game and starts hunting. She's been oh, slacking real bad lately. Fucking awful. If you yeah. want, 
I can go buy some mice and release them in your apartment. I prefer that you didn't, but thank you for the offer. Just figured I'd help. No, no, I appreciate the offer. Or if, if you want something a little more complicated, I could get some ferrets. Uh, no, ferrets make smells. Yeah. So do mice. Yeah, but they wouldn't last very long. My cats are pretty, uh, fucked up morbid creatures. Yeah, Most cats are. They play before they kill. Well, they Most play, but like, yeah. the last time there was a mouse, it was in a mouse trap, and the cats were playing with the dead body of the mouse trap, of the mouse, in the mouse trap. That's, that's pretty what, normal. That's what I do, too. Yeah, same here. <laughs> so that's like overkill. <laughs> Is there any particular reason why Robin's trying to impersonate the Wizard of Oz? Or... <laughs> Are we all ready for this? I'm ready. A sampling of adventurers, part one. <clears throat> if you're scratching your taint trying to pick an adventurer, here's some clandestine types that you can choose from. Fighter, you are strong, magnificent, and ready to lure. You are a master of seducing with weapons and are ready to crawl into battle to defend the infinity. Wizard, you are a bookshelf of the arcane arts. Your, intelli <laughs> yeah. Your intelligence makes you an amazing teammate with an interest in finding compound bows and scrolls to enhance your power. Hi, Dex. <laughs> I want that wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Cleric, you are a healer and a succubus who harnesses divine wine. You are often called on by the potatoes you worship to undertake prolapsed quests. <laughs> Rogue. Canceling in the showers is canceling in the shadows is what you live for. You're a scrotum stabbing scoundrel and proud of it. I mean that uh, checks. Alright, we need all of that checks. We absolutely need the fighter that defends infinity. <laughs> the wizard that, that uses compound bows. The cleric that fucking worships potatoes. And the rogue that exclusively stabs scrotums. This is the best D&D &D party I've ever heard of. Bar none. I, I feel like we have our next one shot. Yeah, I, I was just gonna this say. This has to be the next one shot. I'm fucking dying. <laughs> this has we to need, be a thing. Okay, we we absolutely need Drew in the one shot for the cleric because he can really oh, pull yeah. off a good Irish accent. <laughs> Worshiping potatoes as an Irish cleric, yes. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. But who gets to be the scrotum stabbing rogue? Yo. I'm already making it up in my head. It's a halfling. <laughs> well, yeah. You just hold the knife over your head and run. <laughs> I, th I think you wanted to try wizard, right, Xander? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Maybe make it, a, make, it, make it a high enough level. You can have a couple of subclasses into fighter, so you're good with a bow. It's Cax 20 years later. It's Cax. <laughs> Spell book, <laughs> guys. <laughs> we have a problem. 
All right, so that that leaves Heather with basically the Lieutenant Dan fighter because it has no legs, so it has to crawl into battle. <laughs> okay. Remember, you have to seduce with your weapons. You know, like fancy sword art or some shit. Oh my god, this is That's belly dancing be like with belly swords. Dancing. Yeah, this is... I was thinking belly dancing with swords. Oh That's my what god. I was just thinking about. My brain went straight to League of Legends because there's there's a uh, a champion League of Legends that is a sword dancer that the way that she moves makes the blades follow her and attack her enemies. No you, fucking clue. Don't understand it. <laughs> you you know we actually do have like legit characters here. Yeah. You just yeah, have to get through and Drew's already played a cleric, so here we go. We make it happen. It's already in the works. Don't even worry about it, listeners. Oh, oh no, I'm gonna go roll the character right after we stop. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I expect to see that character sheet on my desk by Monday morning. I'll take a picture of it and send it to you in like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's by Monday morning, so I guess it works. <sighs> Wait oh a minute. God. Are kobolds considered tiny? Not uh, tiny, yeah. but small. Small. Yeah, they're small. Ooh, maybe a cobalt. <laughs> I'm going to have some fun with this one. I bet you are. <laughs> that being said, I believe that is the end of the matters at hand. I apologize that no matters were actually discussed. But plenty of hands were had. Unpack that as you will. And we will Circle see... Dirk. We will see you next week for our regularly scheduled program. And that's it. Bye.